0: Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor podcast with Nadia Kraus. Learn how to move your awareness out of your mind and into your heart so you can embody your divinity, experience joyous peace of mind, and create your most vibrant life by opening to receive your soul's sacred medicine. Hello. Hello, hello beautiful soul. Hello, strong heart hello brilliant listener it is so wonderful that you are here listening to another episode of soul health mentor and in this week's episode we're going to talk about the three pillars of self-love leadership Ooh, i do realize that self-love is mm, a very misunderstood concept And it makes sense because how are we going to understand self-love in a world that is full of judgment, full of comparison, full of making us feel never enough or too much? Of course, we're not going to understand this whole concept of self-love. So I'm going to ease into this topic in the most organic and natural way. And the best way to do that, that I know of, is just by me sharing my story with you. How did I come to learn about this concept of self-love leadership? Because it literally is just a concept until you live it, until you embody it. and. Imagine these three pillars of self-love leadership like milestones, um, marking the path ahead. So I'm going to share the three pillars with you and then I will share with you the story that helped me discover them. So the first pillar of self-love leadership is questioning your identity. The second pillar of self-love leadership is creating an environment where you can heal. And the third pillar of self-love leadership is not letting yourself off the hook. It's the concept of tough loving yourself. And the soul power mantra that I love to use to help me stay on track is, I will not abandon myself even when others do. And that helped me to stay on track and to do the hard things. So what was the thing that activated me? What was the catalyst in my life? It was back in 2010 when I just had the biggest fight with my husband. And I say the biggest fight because it was cold, it was harsh, And it was literally two egos clashing, us blaming each other for our unhappiness. And it was the very first time that I felt us falling out of love at the same time. And I was ready to walk out the door. I really was. I had never felt like that before. We never felt that way before. Like we never felt like, we, we, we could feel how we were both falling out of love in that moment, and that had never happened before. It is normal in relationships, you know, for the one, for one or the other to fall out of love for a little bit. but then it's just, um, I think as long as you don't fall out of love at the same time and there's still love, you can work at the marriage, at the relationship. But what do you do when you fall out of love at the same time? And that's what was happening. And it shocked me to my core. And if it wasn't for my beautiful, wise husband that picked up on it, and that literally said, or we could just choose love. And in the moment he said that, my whole body relaxed. And I was able to make a choice. And I was able to say, yes, I want to choose love. So I did. But choosing love and following through had a consequence. And the consequence was that I found myself in a business partnership that wasn't aligned. It was a business partnership that I had to say no to so that I could receive my truest and heartfelt yes. It was also a business partnership that wasn't very old. So it wasn't a relationship that was very old. I had already been with my husband for 16 years and we had always chosen love. Every crossroads we faced, we chose love. So it was kind of obvious that I was going to choose my husband of 16 years over a business partnership that wasn't aligned to what I truly wanted and that was still very young but at the time my business partner that became an ex didn't take the no too well and lashed out so the thing that happened in 2010 I can now summarize with a heading that says, when true love was about to die and my ex-business partner called me a loser, I chose myself. And by choosing myself, I chose to walk the path of self-love leadership. I didn't know any of this at the time. I was hurting at that time. I hit rock bottom individually. I had tried so many business concepts back in Germany and nothing took, nothing worked. I always ended up burnt out and I always ended up over giving. So there was this pattern I was recognizing and that's why the business partnership wasn't aligned because I was in my old pattern. I was giving more than I was receiving back and that is just not a good reality to be in. So me saying no to that business partnership and saying yes to myself and to my marriage was me choosing true love in the truest sense. Because our first true love is ourselves. If we can't choose ourselves, how are we going to have a healthy and functional relationship? if we can't choose ourselves by knowing how we feel what we need and how to ask for support at all times how can we have a healthy relationship it's impossible we end up having a relationship that is anchored in codependency enmeshment and power struggles and that is not healthy that is not what A true love relationship is but to have a true love relationship you always begin your relationship with yourself first so when I hit rock bottom in business I had to choose myself first I had to choose myself as my first true love and then I was able to choose true love in my marriage because true love truly just means choose choosing each other every single day, at every crossroads, at every difficulty, at every challenge. And the reaction of another has nothing to do with me. But it does mirror something to me. So my ex-business partner calling me a loser just hit an already existing wound. It hit so hard. And it was meant to hit hard because it was a lashing out. But the only way it could hit so hard was because I already believed it. I believed that I was a loser. So now we're coming to pillar number one, questioning your identity. And it's all of those I am statements. I am a loser was what I was thinking back then. I will never make it. I don't have what it takes. I am tired, I am burnt out, I just don't have what it takes. And you see, it's, it's looping. So those were the sentences that were looping and that was my identity at the time. And to create something new that is better, I had to leave behind that old identity. But that didn't happen overnight. I had to create a healing environment where I could heal where I could cocoon, where I could retreat. And the beautiful thing is that that healing environment was created through my husband and me choosing love and us. Because one of the things I said to him was, please tell me what you need, what would make you happy, because you cannot blame me for not being happy. And you know me, I'm an explorer spirit. I'm an adventurer. I love going places I've never been before and I go there boldly with courage. And whatever it is, whatever you tell me, I will be there with you. So that was my ask for him. And it took him a little while. So we had that big fight, fight December, 2010, Christmas morning, and it, was February before he told me what would make him happy. And he came to me and said, Nadia, imagine we both earn about $2,500. We don't have to pay rent and we're visiting the most beautiful places. I was absolutely astonished. I really didn't know what what he was getting at, but I was like, oh my gosh, I'm on board. I'm in, let's do it. And then he presented me with his idea. He said, let's go work on a cruise ship. Let's go sell everything we own to go live and work on a cruise ship. And we did. We manifested that reality and we left. So February 2011, he presented the idea. And we got into aligned action to make it happen. And on 11-11-11, we left Germany to go live and work on a cruise ship. And this new environment was challenging, don't get me wrong. But it was the perfect environment to heal because not having to worry about Rent, not having to worry about grocery shopping and cooking and what you're going to eat, and literally just, you know, having to worry about work and then enjoying the most beautiful locations on your time off. I mean, that is just brilliant. That was exactly the environment that I needed to address my old identity, to heal and forgive myself so I could forgive my past, literally getting clear in my past to become current in the present and starting a process of creating something entirely and completely new. And it is true when I say it cost me my old life to create my new life. And it cost me my old self to create my new self. And I am no longer the Nadia that I was back in 2010. Now I'm living in the States. I'm hosting and facilitating this beautiful Soul Health Mentor podcast. While I work with my one-on-one clients and their Akashic Records, to help them create their new self, to help them create their new life. It is literally, you know, Nadia 2.0, and it is so worth it. It is so worth it to dedicate time to these three pillars, question your identity, create an environment where you can thrive, and don't let yourself off the hook. Do the hard things because it's worthwhile and the soul power mantra that i just love using to not let myself off the hook is i will not abandon myself even when others do and abandoning myself would have meant that i accommodate others i live a life in codependency and meshment and people pleasing i self-sacrifice every little morsel of myself and I never ever realize my own potential and manifest my own dreams. And that was not an an option. I was not going to leave behind a legacy of self abandonment. So it's okay. Now it's okay. It's okay that my ex business partner reacted that way. It's okay. It was the catalyst that I needed and the thing that I still want to share with you that's really, really important. You can only implement the three pillars of self-love leadership in your life if you also realize that there is such a thing as a drama triangle. The drama triangle is a tool that was developed by a psychologist back in 1960. And the tool helps you see very quickly and very clearly the dysfunctional behavior we as humans have in relationships. So the drama triangle is made up of the fixer, the rescuer, the hero, the victim, and the villain. And I always found myself the hero, the rescuer, and the fixer. And because I always showed up as the people pleaser, you can sum that up as the people pleaser, codependent and enmeshed with others, only happy if others are happy, I always made myself the victim because it never ends well. You cannot make other people happy because it's not your job. It's their job. My job is to make me happy. Which means my job is to know how I feel, what I need, and if I need support at all times, and to be able to communicate that in my relationships. And then I am able to create beautiful, abundant, and balanced relationships. Because I'm creator being. I'm not enmeshed in this drama triangle. I'm not making myself a victim because I'm not trying to fix, and I'm not dependent on what people think of me because I know that I cannot make everybody happy not everybody's going to like me so I have to be okay with being the villain. In the eyes of my ex-business partner back then I was the villain. I was the villain who dared say no. But is that my problem? No it's not. So that is the power that I had to reclaim and retrieve and I did that through implementing the three pillars of self-love leadership in my life and let me repeat them one more time. So it's all about, pillar number one is all about questioning your identity. Are the things that you tell yourself about yourself really true? Really And it does take out of your mind and into your heart wisdom to go there. Because your monkey mind, your conditioning will tell you all the things. You're not enough. You'll never make it. You're a loser. You're too much. But all of that is just conditioning. It's belief systems. It is not your true essence. It is not your beautiful soul. It is not your strong heart. It is not your brilliance. It is not your divine potential. No, 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 no. All that is just the conditioning. So a deconditioning process begins when you start questioning your identity, you start questioning your own thoughts. And when you come into your heart, you also come into divine mind because divine mind is just a capacity to understand and act. So the capacity to understand that you're not a loser gives you the energy to act upon it, to have, self-compassion, to practice self-love, to say to yourself, I will not abandon myself even when others do. And that became a mantra because I was abandoned by the ex-business partner. All of a sudden, I wasn't loved anymore. I wasn't appreciated anymore, but I was called a loser and it was meant to hurt. So all I had was me. I will not abandon myself even when others do. Pillar number two, creating that healing environment. My husband and I knew that we needed to do something drastic to save our marriage, so we did. And we created that healing environment that rekindled our love. And the third pillar, not letting yourself off the hook, which means always asking yourself, how do I feel, what do I need, and do I need support? And support right now is this podcast. That is support. There is so much out there that could support you. On SHIP, I found the resources that supported me. And I will share such a resource right now. The resource that helped me create the healing environment internally was emotional brain training. And I highly recommend you reading the book, Wired for Joy, a scientific solution to stress. It is brilliant. You will be educated on your five brain states and you will be presented the five tools that help you come back into joy. And I practiced that on ship and that was the healing environment that I needed internally first. So it doesn't always take paying a coach or a mentor, not at all. You know, it takes coming into your power before you can work with someone one-on-one and sometimes Retrieving your power starts with listening to amazing podcasts, with reading amazing books or listening to audiobooks, with implementing the wisdom that is in the book, because the wisdom that is in the book was written by a mentor. I wouldn't have been able to write the magic of transformation, igniting and manifesting soul desires, if I didn't implement the wisdom that you find in that book. I wouldn't be able to give you these tools that I'm giving you right now through this podcast, if I didn't apply the tools. So in the best sense, in the best case scenario, self-love leadership becomes self-love leadership. You become the leader because you take your own medicine and walk your own talk. Taking your own medicine and walking your own talk, is self love because if you don't do it for yourself for who are you gonna do it if not you who if not now when thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and i'm excited to announce that next week i will take you through a guided meditation process where you will learn how to not Give up on your heart. Talk to you then. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Soul Health Mentor podcast with Nadia Kraus. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are playing.